didn't calm me it calmed me down but yeah i definitely still get nervous um performing even when i'm like out like just like performing in front of um like friends and family i just mm. something it just never goes away but like i feel like i'll never not not do a performance just because i'm nervous you know Tokyo tonight What's going on, man? How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Doing well, man. Doing well. Yeah. Nice. How is nice. how's, uh, how's the new album coming along, man? Oh, it's coming along great. Actually, I finished it um mm -hmm. not too long ago, like a month ago. Um nice. It's uh it's been a journey. It was like a three and a half month process with my co-collaborator who goes by the name Pink Blanket. That's awesome, dude. Were you able to yeah. I mean, were you able to actually get together or was it not so much? Oh uh, no, he's actually one of my bestest friends um out here in oh. LA. So uh he would uh come over every day to my apartment um and we just work in the in the studio right here where I'm at. Um nice man. Every day. So really convenient. That's pretty great. Oh good. So the, the pandemic didn't fuck you up too much? Um with the pandemic, I mean like he, he actually moved here not too long ago, like six months ago. So I've known oh, him okay. for like two years and mm -hmm. he lived in Indiana for um um during the pandemic and he came back out here um to la six months ago and we linked up made some music didn't really click as much then we went on mm -hmm. tour together and then kind of merged um our genres together he was really into po hyper pop and a lot of other stuff like different stuff that i listened to and i, I introduced him to acoustic stuff and rock stuff and he kind of we kind of like got both of those genres together and made the ep together nice. so it's great it's That's crazy because you had such a transition from like from yeah. a very different type of music into more of like almost like the EDM, right? Like yeah, like genre, which is cool. It's a it was a something that I didn't expect, but kind of came came naturally. I didn't really have mm. a specific goal in mind when I was making the EP. All I knew all I knew was I wanted to make something really loud and brash and like kind of just figure nice. it out. And yeah. then it was track by track, demo by demo. We'd uh, kind of sift through ideas and kind of found a vibe. I mean, you know, like caught a vibe like mid midway through. So mm -hmm. we were like, let's yeah. rock with this. We're fucking with this. So let's do this. And that's great. Kind of just, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of how it came about. That's awesome. What kind of, what, were you always like a musical kid? Like, were you always into music and singing? That was, that was your passion when you were younger? Yeah. Um, my dad actually, I had a dad you're growing up. My dad was, um, a big fan of music. He was a musician back in the Philippines and kind of nice. introduced me to music um, um, through him, through his own interests. I never got to play sports as a kid because he always um, encouraged me to play other instruments and like be in bands growing up. Oh, wow. So yeah, I would kind of grew up listening to music, like different types of bands. And uh, my mom was really into singer songwriters. My brother was into like R&B. So it was just a variety of music that I grew up on. So. What were the people that influenced you the most? um now or like back no then? that like then like what was your process like um it was mostly like i was really leaning towards like it was it was a weird thing because like the people i was growing up around like 
were really into hip hop and R&B and my brother obviously like influenced me to like mm-hmm. that music. So I was doing more of that stuff back in the day. And my dad was always just like, it was just weird, a weird juxtaposition because during the weekends I was playing rock music, 80s music for like in, in a cover band for like people who I didn't even know. And on SoundCloud, I'd post like R&B covers for people in high school. It nice. was just this weird, I didn't really know what I was doing back then, but I knew that I wanted to be a producer. Um, didn't know then that I wanted to be a songwriter, but I was definitely like pirating logic and getting on the DAW yeah. and like just figuring it all out. But uh, yeah, it was a, my biggest influence was probably had to be like Chris Brown back then and oh, okay. um, a bunch of like older 70s rock bands like Pink Floyd and Dire Straits. Like oh, all man. those. Oh, yeah. Dire Straits, yeah. man. We just had uh, Pick Withers on with us. Um, oh, that's uh, fucking yeah, amazing. From Dire Straits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he's, yeah. yeah. And he's coming back. He's coming back on again, dude. He's coming back on um, the 19th of oh, cool. uh, April. He's a cool guy. Are they are they still are they still running? Are they are they are they touring? He's doing solo stuff. I know Dire Straits is, but he's doing some stuff on his own, I believe. Oh, amazing. Yeah, That's yeah. Great. So he left, um, but he's still, you know, I mean he's still fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I love Dire great. Straits too. It's crazy. So yeah, it was just some like a literally like a variety of music that I grew up on. Like my mom listened to Nora Jones and like Oh nice. That's good to have that. Of, yeah, I mean I love Nora Jones. I mean like yeah. When I first put out my my artist project, it was more on the acoustic songwriter side, which is what I was kind of leaning towards in that moment of time. But I kind of realized um, soon afterwards, like a year after into my career, that I'd rather I didn't I didn't want to stick with one genre that I wanted to like keep going and sure. evolving as an artist and like realizing that I can make a different sound because I was kind of scared to like like color outside the lines and like just be um, like a kind of like multifaceted artist when I. How in did my, your fan heart, base like how did your fan base react to it? Because it was definitely like a it's it's a leap, but did they travel yeah. with you on it or were they, you know, did they did anybody give you any resistance? That was one thing that I kinda was really skeptical about. And like there's some comments where like I'll read that like people really love it. Like that's majority of the comments, and like people are just like get the vibe. Some people are like kind of slower. And like, mm, you know, yeah. like, oh, you want, we want the like this acoustic stuff back. And like, I get really frustrated to be honest when I, uh, when I, when I hear or see those comments because, but then again, like, I always feel like I'm ten steps ahead of an of, yeah. of myself. Like, I'm always listening right. to this music and like, like all this music that I've made already, like none of my fans have heard yet. You know, it's gonna like, mm. release in probably a year or never. And when yeah. they do finally release, I'm like in a totally different zone moment of time and my fans are trying to catch up so i try to give a little bit of leeway for that um and i can i just like i'm I'm trying to be patient with it i feel like people people who get it get it and i think the main goal is to have more traction with other fans who don't i mean other people who don't listen to my music and who like come across like a single like no business to me and like fuck right. with the rock yeah. stuff you know and like <laughs> just kind of like gravitate towards different people so yeah. um, that's kind of our goal right now was it cool to have the SoundCloud? I mean, because I'm, I, you know, I don't think SoundCloud was around when I was in. Now I'm gonna be the, the older, but like when I was in high school. So like, but I mean, that had to be fucking awesome to already start with somewhat of a fan base. Did you did you feel like you started with like a heavy fan base? I felt like I was a, like a like a in my high school. I felt like I was like kind of the shit. Yeah, <laughs> it was kind. Of, <laughs> no, that's fucking awesome, dude. We didn't. I that mean, was that the only time 
like yeah. nobody uh nobody really knew knew me around like outside of san francisco but right like people knew that like in my high school that i was a singer guy oh that's <laughs> that was great kind of, like, my what i was known for i never played any yeah. sports so everybody was like oh look the, the quarterback you know and then like and there's the star tennis player and the star like the golfers who were just doing it just to fuck around and then there was me that um there was just like making covers on soundcloud and like there was not many music musicians back in my high school so sure it was really hard for me to like find my my group so i kind of just it's crazy. around. yeah that's awesome dude yeah i mean I, I always think about that like if i had started with a youtube page maybe when i was in fucking high school how how it would have gone or like you know i know a couple people who had like huge followings that's the other thing too is like you know now anybody that's younger now that's doing something in their high school you automatically start out with your entire high school class following you so everybody gets like 10 <laughs> followers you know based on yeah. the size of their high school like like can i go right. to this high school like why like it's so far away well they have like a really high number and uh, <laughs> i need to get my instagram up there if i'm ever going to be famous after senior year so you're the right size yeah, john you could go apply now i could go back man if i shaved <laughs> right? all this shit yeah, down i would do that in a heartbeat <laughs> I would. I'm the right size to start in middle school, man. I could pass. For... I don't know about. I don't know about you guys, but I'll never go back to high school. No, I mean, high school was like no. fucking brutal for yeah. me. I was like, was... always felt like I was. Uh, I, I felt like I feel like I'm imposter syndrome now, sometimes. But like back then, I was definitely the biggest imposter that could be. Yeah, we all but, talk uh, about imposter syndrome. It doesn't matter how old you are on this pod. Like every guest we've had on, <laughs> uh, whether they're whether they're a huge oh, star real, or man. not. Yeah, it is. It's fuck. It fucks you up. And especially when you actually when you're in high school, there's like there's different levels of it, too, because you, it's sad to think that you're an imposter as a teenager. Like you haven't even lived yet. Right. And you're like, man, I am a fraud. I don't even like <laughs> I don't, there's nothing in this trapper keeper. I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I meant like I meant like as a person, I mean, I feel like I when I was a freshman, I was just figuring it all out. And I was like, sure, just a completely different person. Um sophomore year like figured out that i didn't want to have bad grades anymore that i was just like mm. fucking around like for no reason like the people i was hanging around with like i've been like it's crazy to think back then like we're, i was just like i'm young still but like when i was of back then i just like felt super not put together yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, no everybody one, a lot of like a lot of the guests that we have on here too always talk about if they could you know one of the questions we ask at the end which we'll ask you then too but it's like yeah if you can go back but people always say the same shit where it's like man if i could just tell my younger self that i was fucking okay and everything was gonna be great and no matter it, it's funny too because i know people who had really good lives back then in height you know what mm -hmm. i mean like i felt like watching them they did whatever the <laughs> fuck they wanted and i don't even mean that they were like the cool kids either i mean these were like genuine freaks like you know like <laughs> the, the performance oh, yeah. nerds or whatever but also just yeah. kind of did whatever the fuck they wanted because they always kinda, knew and yeah i feel you on that there's also it's, people that like peak in high school and like you're kind of like you're hitting there are and they're like they're like hey bro like like i love your new track like i'm making music now like we'd love to like uh if you're, if you're around i'd love to I'm collab like, they're like, dude, thanks, man. Like, and I don't ever say this to them like directly, but like in my head, I'm like, remember that one time you just bullied me for four years? Yeah, yeah. You're just like, oh, it's yeah. it's so fucking great when people do reach out and they want to talk all of a sudden, and you're just like, yeah, that's yeah. not happening. <laughs> yeah, I was like, the, the the moment like something like big is like like me being on a national television show and starting making like having an artist yeah. career, like people just start coming out of the woodworks. And just, but uh, oh, then dude. again, like some of them show support just to like. Yeah, support, you know, showing some love, which oh, I do well, there's definitely a difference between the genuine douchebags and the people who were also struggling with shit, too. So you were all just kind of awkward around each other. Like, maybe, right. you know, 
but you can tell immediately. You can tell which ones are genuine dicks and just continue to probably abuse their family as they got older. <laughs> you know, and you're like, oh, yeah. there's a real fucking winner. Um, <laughs> and then, and then the other, and then the people who were kind of, you know, it's, just locked into the system in a weird way. It's the people that like still go back to that same my that same high school just to like yeah. hang out. You know, <laughs> yeah. Which I which is true because I've. Still, or they never like, leave I've, the like, town. I've, yeah, never leave the town. And like that's kind of like what what wanted me to be a musician actually. Like after the show, I kind of just wanted to travel. I really wanted to leave San Francisco and like oh. I felt like I just wasn't growing and I wasn't like expanding as a person. I was super sheltered. I didn't know I hated college. I was just doing it because I had nothing else to do. Uh music wasn't really on my mind yet. Um Yeah. But once I figured out that I wanted to be my own person, I kind of just like I need to move somewhere. So then yeah. I was in Vegas for like yeah. eight months. It's it's I did I it's how did weird. you like that? What Vegas, Vegas for eight months? months? Oh nice. Yeah. yeah, Vegas for eight months was actually pretty nice. So like I was it was during the pandemic actually, like during the start. So um it was literally me making demos trying to get this label that I'm signed to now um to sign me, just oh. making demos. And it was around the time where like I just didn't was like super just new to like recording my vocals and wasn't comfortable yet. So then like the only way that I was really comfortable was recording my recording my vocals through an iPhone mic and like <laughs> wow. just like processing it and mm -hmm. like making it sound like super good because I just mm -hmm. didn't like was not secure enough in myself to just like sing and like do that stuff. But even though I just came off of a fucking reality television show, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> what are you talking like, about? <laughs> I just like it. It looked, took me like nowadays. It only takes me like like five hours, six hours to like make a demo. But like it took it would take me like two weeks to make like finish like one demo, and like wow. I just wasn't like as good as I as I am now. I mean, obviously, I'm getting better now, and like still still getting better. Like you you never stop learning. But sure, yeah. And it's hard to control self talk back then too, because even when you're when you're starting out, even if you do make accomplishments, it's still your brain kind of trying to fuck you up most of the time and tell yes. you that you're not as good. Like even even again, like like you said, you were just on a national television show, but like part of your brain's like it was a fluke. <laughs> you yeah. You're like, yeah. you're like, oh god, why brain? Why? It was just it was it, my brain actually do does get, go to those places where like the huge accomplishments, like they is I was like my my friend actually told me like where like. He, he realized like he'll be he'll never be happy like happy it was really fucking depressing but like it was kind of like at the same time really like it was such a eye-opening moment where he was like you're always gonna like want something want that mm. goal and like once you get there like you're not gonna be as happy as you thought you were gonna be right and it's just like the journey where you just you you look forward to most you should you should look forward to most and yeah. i and i'm like kind of like going through that right now like i have so many fucking fucking goals like that i want to do in my life right now like i'm mm -hmm. only been an artist i mean like a, a professional recording artist for like two years and like mm. i still feel like i haven't done any enough or like i still feel like even with this ep like coming out like and people not reacting some people reacting well to it some people not reacting well like like i know that's gonna come because i should have expected it but sure. again i'm 10 steps ahead and like i expected a little bit more but at the same time, it's just like yeah. I'm gonna keep going because the journey yeah. is what is what makes me happy and like especially the ups and downs and stuff. But yeah, and yeah. you should absolutely. I mean, that's the right attitude to have. Just, just keep going. And the other thing is too is like 
you know, I'm sure you've heard this a million times, but anytime an artist puts something out there, you know, it's technically no longer yours. And unless somebody's really uh -huh. wildly misinterpreting and they're like, I think he means he wants us to kill babies. And you got to be like, no, you know, but like, <laughs> that's a little extreme. But like once it's out there, if they like it, if they don't like it, it doesn't matter because you're 10 steps ahead already. Like you said before, like you, you're on to right. the next album, the next thing, the next venture and the next part of your, you know, creative process. And it's, right. it's you are, it's, it's one of those things too. You do kind of, I mean, your friend's right. You never kind of leave that, you know, that feeling necessarily behind, but you do kind of learn to live alongside of it in a weird way where you're like, all right, look, I am, it's almost like a, another extension of yourself that you learn to make peace with. So instead mm -hmm. of just trying to fight it or argue with it, you're like, He'll show up and you're just like, hey, man, what's up? I know you're yeah. uh, going to want to focus on that last thing we just did, but I'm going to work on this shit. So you do that. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, it's, you know, a, yeah. it's a it's a weird my the way my brain uh, works. It's just that, like, I'm in the middle of a campaign right now. But like at the same time, like I'm trying to push push new music and like make new demos and like. Like I should be like posting more TikToks and like oh, yeah. all that shit and like just trying to push because everyone nowadays everyone just like TikTok is the is the is the way yeah and I'm like and I'm like I'm like I'm not I'm not doing decently I'm not doing well per se but I'm not doing bad per se but I'm like I'm doing okay. Can but I tell you how much of a time. fucking nerd I am though? You said you were in the middle of a campaign. I was like, he yeah. either means left for dead, he's running for office, or, <laughs> <laughs> or he's got... <laughs> and then I was like, no, wait, I think he's still talking about music. <laughs> and I was like, oh, are you playing? <laughs> Nobody's playing a game. It's like D and D. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be anywhere near anything political because I just wouldn't be. I wouldn't be smart enough to do any of that shit. You would be surprised at how fucking I'm not saying you're dumb by the way. I just mean like you'd be surprised <laughs> at how fucking stupid. I've I've met a, I've met a lot of these people and they are yeah. fucking dumb. Uh oh, so yeah, it See, it's I know one of those things yeah. where it's just like it's just like I never say anything uh if I don't know too much about it. So right. like cuz I've been in situations before where somebody somebody's done that like where they said like something super political and then like my friend would just shut them down and like yeah. i'm not that i would like i'm not outspoken or anything but like like i'm not gonna say something where like it's not worth like trying to like if i'm wrong and you're trying to prove me wrong and i can't i don't know what to say like i hate having not i hate not having like a comeback right yeah. I feel like, well i, I, feel I understand like, being trepidatious about that but can i tell you where your value does lie though is that no one has your individual opinion so even if you True. may not right now feel comfortable enough to debate somebody like one on one or, or at your friend's level where he's just like shutting people down who don't know what the fuck they're talking <laughs> yeah. about. Like well, I, to be know, fair, this girl was she was just like randomly saying, like, I don't like this and I don't like that. And like yeah. I was just like I was just sitting there and like and then like at the end when she left, he was like, I just don't like how she was just like talking about shit she just did doesn't know about. Yeah. And I was like, Oh yeah, you know, I realized that. Like I didn't realize it in the, in, in the moment because I just don't take everything seriously. I take yeah. everything like, like kind of like super chill, but right. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm more right, right now. The only things that like I've been like, kind of, I can debate about is like music, the music mm. industry and like where I lie and like, kind of like, and it's mostly between me and my manager. We kind of just like go sure. back and forth. We always argue about like different things and like it's good arguments, but at the same time, it's just like, I'm always the one who's not, who's never fucking the i'm always i'm never the right one oh, sure. <laughs> no, well, you're, like, you're, yeah it's just like i 
I feel like I always walk into these conversations thinking that I'm going to like, even if with the valid points that I have, and sometimes she'll give it, she'll give it to me. But also at the same time, like I always leave like super frustrated and just like, like what the fuck, you know? Yeah. But uh, over like yeah. what direction you want to go? Like over like. No, nothing creative actually. It's more so just like, like, yeah, like today yeah. I just asked her like, Hey, I want to do more like, just like, soft show ticket like soft ticket shows and like mm. she was like yeah i got you and like you know it's like i just want like i want to do more like i know my i know our agent said that uh, they're working on some stuff but like at the same time like i just need to play some music and then she kept going on with like well you see like it's not up to them like i have to ask them though and then like it was just it's just like it goes to this back and forth banter and then like well can you just do it and she's like, yeah, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll get to it. She's a great manager, but at the same time, it's just like I feel like I want to, I keep, I want to do more. I'm always ten steps ahead. I, I feel like I need to, I always need to do more. And yeah. Do you prefer and, being on stage, or do you prefer being in the studio? I prefer. It's. I actually had this conversation yesterday. Um, um, I actually like when I was on tour. I don't work on music at all because I'm just like having fun. I grew up literally like performing like all my life, just being behind a drum set, and like performing in front of people like i've had people literally i mean like like i'm not scared of people telling me that i suck because <laughs> i've literally like played in different restaurants where like the drum kit was literally in front of them while they were eating dinner at a family mm. dinner and then they would like yeah. complain to the manager they complain to me and they're like you're too fucking loud and like it's too like your voice is too fucking loud and they're just like like i'm never afraid like, i know a lot of people are afraid of, like i'm afraid people are gonna think of me but at the same time like i I love performing regardless. And mm -hmm. I feel like ever since becoming a producer and an artist, um, it depends on what I'm doing most. So when I was on tour for like two months, I did that, just that. And it was just like solely living off, like just on the stage and just like, you know, having a, having a blast over there. And then when I was off tour, um, I went straight to my studio. And ever since then, I just been in my studio. So I haven't played a live show since like, last year oh so, man. so yeah it just it just like whenever i'm whenever i'm doing it so but like um i'm actually playing i'm actually playing a show um doing numerous things actually at the end of the month because i'm gonna travel um out of the states for the first time ever never been nice, out of the states to do something but yeah and you yeah. said you are actually you are filipino and you're heading over to yeah. the philippines right yeah the common misconception is just like um People think that I was like ever since I was even when I was on the show. Um, people would make make Wikipedia pages about me, and like you have no <laughs> control over that. You have literally no control. People would just like literally take sh stuff out of their ass and like just label you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a Filipino American, but also at the same time, like I wasn't born in the Philippines. But I'll, the common misconception is people thought think that I'm born in the Philippines, and I'm not. I've never right. been there. It's my first time here. My first time actually. Um, next this at the end of the month you know so oh, wow. i'm actually really flipping excited to like learn about my culture a little bit more and like see where my parents came from and like not just have the food you know cook the food and like and yeah. like well the food's yeah. delicious yeah it's so good i love my it. uncle's wife is cook from the philippines time. and Wait, uh my uncle's wife, wife is from the philippines oh. my uncle's wife is from the philippines oh, and she's amazing just, yeah, yeah. Good, i've heard so many know. great things about it i mean like i'm yeah i'm Super excited! Like the people over there, like we're Beautiful. gonna take you to Boracay, the beach. Oh, gonna, nice! They were just tempting me with a good time, and I'm like, it's like obviously work stuff, but also like some like party stuff. Yeah, but, like I will never turn down like a like a great time, like especially in the Philippines. Like, come on, 
Yeah. Do you have a, a like a basically an idea of what you're going to be doing musically out there? Yeah, actually, um, I got hit up um, the main thing of why I'm actually going there. And then there's stuff added afterwards is actually they're doing a Miss Philippines pageant. Oh, like, nice. To like pick the winner who the winner is going to be competing in the Miss Universe thing, uh-huh. which is like kind of. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Like I get the I, when I when I heard about it, I was like, "That's cool." And they told me, "Can I sing for it?" And I was like, "Cool." And then they like had couple couple conversations, and then like during our third chat with my manager, my manager came up to me like, "They want you to." So yeah, you said you're, you're singing for the Philippines, yeah, but they want you to sing this original song. And I was like, "Oh god." <laughs> and then he was like, "No, no." They said that uh, their uh, team of writers wrote this, and like I'm not bashing it. It's really it's good. It's decent. Yeah, I know. But it's not but you. It's not what you would do with it. Yeah. It was like this 90s. Uh, sorry, I should not be talking about it in a, in a, <laughs> in a shitty way. <laughs> it's so good. It's fine. We just go for it. I have a, I, it's a good song, I feel like, but it wasn't my style. I'll just put it no, I hear you. And um, I like last minute. It was like, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. I was going to say this is good. This is insight into people. I mean, yeah, like, you know, absolutely. you're, you're, you're oh, yeah. basically talking about, you know, uh right the shit if anybody wants if anybody's younger watching and they want to get into music stuff like that you're gonna have to do something maybe you're gonna have to sing a song you might not like that might not be you know know. jeff basker actually like i watched a docu uh documentary of him and like he's the two things he said was like no one to say no and uh to Mm. never give up and like i said no at first and then like i was like let me just like let me let's just like record something really quickly and then like i recorded a song with my friend like in like 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 five hours and sent it back and they were like oh we don't actually really like this yeah and then i was like okay well i'm not gonna do it so um and then they came back and they're like you know we listened to, we listened to it again and like we actually like it so like uh, i'm doing that so i'm gonna be singing a couple songs over there and then doing some more like some press stuff and like it's actually pretty cool i love them they like the, the the team over there is so dope like i was on the zoom with them they're like we're gonna do all these things you're gonna come there and you're gonna like do a press conference i've never done a press conference before so it's just like, oh what? shit man that's gonna be nuts it's like so cool and i get to meet these models yeah. these like really cool models my friends are like, excited so yeah just... i'm sure your friends are can i tell you how angry i got when you told me that was your gig uh, as a, as a comedian like there's there's no <laughs> yeah. modeling competitions in fucking scranton pennsylvania you know what i mean like so like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you're like oh you know i got a gig out in the uh, philippines and i'm you know uh, judging models and singing to some uh, miss universe shit yeah comedian we don't get those gigs <laughs> i don't know no no comedians what are, john is no, trying to no. say is that if you need an opener he's there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, hell yeah. I'm just saying, there's man, no, there's no Miss Scranton. There's no Miss Scranton. There's a Miss Scranton, but she's crazy and she throws cats and uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she, uh, oh, yeah. she's nuts. Yeah, the office. You she's have an office though. I mean, it's yeah, not, we do it's have. Not I'm not in Pennsylvania, place. by the way. I just, I just, I use Pennsylvania <laughs> to shit on because I think it's, I think Pennsylvania is a hole in the ground. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's great. I'm, I'm, oh shit! Sorry, I'm actually happy that I'm actually happy that you said that. It's actually like um, it's um, it's funny because I've never been like anywhere. I mean, the only the only place that I've been where I was like, I don't think any, I don't think I, I don't think I would ever want to be here ever again. Mm-hmm. Was like Ohio. Oh dude, fuck in, Ohio. I'm I'm right there with you. you know, I, I've been yeah. <laughs> it was it, I went there for tour, um, and I had a show over there and three things around me were happening at the same time as my show mm. and like three big things. Like it was a big soccer 
college baseball or soccer stadium wow. right next to me, and there was a game. It was like one of the last games of the season, and then there's a 21 Pilots um, show oh, right, right right down the street. Holy shit! And then the, and then there was just like this big strip of bars and shit, mm. and there was my show in the middle. <laughs> and <laughs> so like it was like my lowest my lowest selling show at like. And it doesn't matter to me. Ticket sales don't matter to me. But like at the same time, it's just like it was a beautiful city. Cleveland, really small, but like I just. I'm um, sorry. What was that? Cleveland or Dayton or? It was Columbus. Columbus. Okay, I was gonna. That was yeah. gonna be my third. Cleveland, Columbus. Yeah. Yeah, I just like it. I could have. I could have not. I, I didn't. I didn't. I. I would have. I would not come back there. I feel like no. You'll be but back. I I, I'll, no, I'll bet you against you that because once you start touring and they're like, "We're gonna pay you this much to come here," you'll be like, "Yep, I'm going." <laughs> right? I mean, uh, I mean, hey, I can't turn that down, right? But, no, um, I know. I, I, I had, I had some, I had some good times in like I've never been to Pennsylvania, so um, um, that's actually it's not all I, bad, but it's not all bad. It's not, no, it's not all bad. I mean, there's just, pl- I mean, again, like it's just you know, there's little pockets, like there's pockets everywhere where they're not that great or whatever. It's just fun to shit on Pennsylvania because you know. <laughs> It's Pennsylvania. <laughs> Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. <laughs> you, know, you know, it just it just is. But they know it's it. just it's 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 great being from California, though, being born and raised, because like everybody has this like idea that California is like super. And I, I, I agree because like actually that that actually ties into Ohio because I was in Ohio and it was really flipping cold. And, oh, like, yeah. It was really yeah. like like what I was telling that story. And like I've been away for, like from like my from California for like a week or two and like mm-hmm. i was like missing california and yeah, like really. how sunny it was and how nice it was and i like because people who are from the midwest who move here like all my friends are like one of some of my friends from new york like oh my god i love california so much like it's so great and so grand and i was born and raised in norcal so like socal is not really that huge of a difference to me and i mm-hmm. realized that when i went to ohio that i california is a great a great state and like yeah, yeah. oh yeah it deserves the praise that it gets you know so yeah. that's that's i love thank the, you i was gonna thank say you, ohio weird for, thing uh, where uh the bridge disappears like the golden gate will completely get covered by fog and you yes. can't even see it and yeah. that blew my mind when i was out there it's it's actually it's actually funny how it's uh i always thought about this but like it's actually funny how it's called golden gate but it's like red as fuck yeah it is <laughs> it's a, it is weird it's, it's a, i don't know but it's it's a it's a pretty san is a pretty uh pretty city I, yeah. I always thought there, that but... the bridge disappearing was just like the people of San Francisco putting themselves in stealth mode to keep tourists out for the day. <laughs> no, oh, man, there's tourists there all the time. And it's just, I mean, like, and you head out to Napa and then you go mm-hmm. like, to wine country. It's just like a really pretty, pretty escape. Uh, yeah. I'm actually going. I'm actually going there soon. I'm gonna come back there after I go to the Philippines, and we're gonna go to Napa, Napa nice. for the first time. But um, really, because actually, um, I just turned twenty one, like oh, in January, congrats, and I haven't. Thanks. Uh, it's actually, it's actually great now that I don't have to sneak into bars. Like, yeah, there's actually you, just so many fun. It's not as fun anymore because you like. Stand- that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> it's more fun when you're not supposed to be yeah. there. What do you mean, like, uh, you'll still get uh, carded. Yeah, I mean, when I actually, when I, when I, when I was in twenty one, I, I used to like, get, I used, to, I used to be the best actor. I feel like I was just like, <laughs> like, oh fuck, Wyatt. I just like left my my fucking ID and my wallet in the Uber. Like I want to do like the pant the pant nice. tap, and then I... like be like puppy eye puppy eye them, and I'd be like, you know, go ahead, man. I'm like. I used to carry a fake ID that was of this, and I'm a I'm a big guy, right? So this guy was way taller than me. I'm six four. I think he was like six seven on the ID. 
Jesus. I gave the ID to a bouncer. He's like, this isn't you. I'm like, no, that's 100%. And I'm, I speak with authority. I feel like if you speak with authority, people. <laughs> oh, listen. yeah. I'm yeah. like, no, that's 100% me. What are you talking about? Like, I'm getting aggressively loud. He's like, yeah. this is my best friend. Oh, <laughs> like, oh this no. definitely isn't you. I was like, oh, you got me. I was like, but he gave it to me. <laughs> that's hilarious. Odds? What are the odds, man? Oh, yeah, man. this is my Ooh. best friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's great yeah, but, me. my friend actually like got his like, dj away in vegas when we were for my 21st birthday because it was a big and then uh my um he <laughs> oh, shall man. be named un, um, unnamed and he had a he actually bought he actually got like a couple hundred dollars that he got from the casino that he wanted from the casino and he had to pay give that to the bouncer to pay to get his ip oh, back oh man like in a span man. of 30 minutes but um yeah i never that's had a big a idea time. i just like yeah, I just like I just like try to charm my way through it. It works because it there's works. a there's a lot of things that people don't normally want to deal with. They don't want to deal with somebody who's stressed or aggravated or you know mm -hmm. might cause them any extra time. So if you're like, oh fuck, you're already kind of annoyed. They feel for you yeah. a little bit. They probably right? done the same thing you've done <laughs> in their mind. It's like there's a bunch of other people. Does he look old enough? Let's just get him in and fucking you know forget about it. You know, you know. Ever since I grew the mustache, though, it was kind of great. Um, people, no, nobody really, nobody really assumes that I'm like younger than like 22, which is yeah. Like it must have been great because... turning 21 in Vegas. Oh like, yeah, a, no, actually, I, I was already living in LA. I actually, like, moved. I just went to Vegas mm -hmm. with my um, friends, took a road trip. Um, had had some good times, just you know, like had, yeah. had a great time for Tony's first birthday, you know. Yeah, but I remember not being able to get into a place. Um, I was of age, but uh, the license was expired, and I didn't get the new one yet. What? And then they were like, "You, you know can't, uh, you can't come in." And I was like, "Do you?" I'm like, "These are sad <laughs> eyes. Like th these are dead eyes yeah. because I'm not no longer 21. Like, like I'm exactly. old enough to get in. Yeah." But they were like, oh, "That actually sucks." Like, how we like when your license expired that you still you can't you can't get in. It's obviously you, yeah. you know. So like, meanwhile, there's 18 year olds walking by me. I'm like, "The fuck?" Right. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, clearly, like not of age, and I'm like, "All right, you're running a fucking preschool." <laughs> But it's like knocked up. Yeah, yeah. You, you your old friend, your pregnant yeah. friend. Yeah, exactly. Take your pregnant ass. <laughs> you should know better. Yeah, exactly. You should know. Yeah, exactly. I love uh, fucking Craig Robinson. He's hilarious. He is so funny. We actually um, had a, a comment from one of your fans, Emily B. Checked in. She said, "Hi, Francisco." And she asked, "Do you still oh, hi, get anxiety Emily. with performing and, and um, other stuff like that?" Um. Hi, Emily. By the way, I know you. You're amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I. I actually do like for a split second every time, especially when I haven't performed in a while. Like I have like every I think every artist has this like the po like pre performance the jitters, the butterflies. I like would take nerve tonics before take uh, shows just to like wow. calm myself down. They're like homeopathic, so I don't even think they're like they work. They kind of just like it's kind of <laughs> like I feel like it's a placebo, but like I was like handing them around like. Like it was like I was like you know, but like they're they're like fucking they're over the counter, so they're not. It's just they're lime not. juice. Someone switched from one of those squeezy <laughs> cooking things into really? like a vial for you. <laughs> like, all right, here you go, buddy. Shake yeah, up. and then I would take those and like it calm me. It calm me down, but yeah, I definitely still get nervous um performing, even when I'm like out, like just like performing in front of um like friends and family. I just mm. some it just never goes away. But like I feel like I'll never not not do a performance just because i'm nervous you know yeah because i know like 10 minutes in i'll like like get in my bag and like just start 
like being myself and start yeah. singing, you know, and just when you're it, not nervous at all, that's when you have to worry. When you stop, that's when you stop. Yeah. Hearing. Yeah. I mean, like, that's like, I, I try to practice that. Mm. <laughs> I, yeah. I try to not be, not, I, I, I want to feel that way. So like, mm -hmm. I like, so I could like see if it's actually true. Cause I've heard that so many times. We're like, when you're not nervous at all. It sounds, it, it means you don't care. I'm it'll like, happen. Let's see. I'm like, let's <laughs> yeah. see. You know, I, I, you know I hate to say works. it'll happen, but it'll happen because you'll just be like, right. I, I, I mean, it's happened to me as a comic. I've, I've done the same thing where I'm all of a sudden like, I'm way too calm and not into this show. It's it's, a, it's almost just like yeah. you're just not having to not like, you're just like, oh, this is fine. And then you go up there and you fucking, you know, eat a dick. And you phone it in. Yeah. That's what they say. You phone it in. Yeah. We'll cut that eat a dick part out and leave the phone it in part out. I have a choice <laughs> phrase. <now>. Um, <laughs> But uh, that's uh, the thing too is you were talking about performing for your in front of your family and getting nervous. Do you prefer strangers to friends and family? Um, yes. when performing, not in because life. I, like, but... I'm talking about extended family too because like my extended family oh. like will judge the shit out of me. I mean, like they yeah. won't judge the shit out of me. That's a lie. Um, they're gonna like they would like. I just like I don't look forward to every every Christmas and Thanksgiving. Let's put it that way because I just wow. Me, when you're a musician, me. when you're a musician. Like you just like get hit with a bunch of questions, especially when you're living in LA and like you're just mm -hmm. do your that's your career as a musician. Like you always get hit with the questions, like so how's it, how's music like making any money yet? Oh, you know? the money thing. That's a it's huge the, it's question. That. And then yeah. like they'll follow up with like, hey, come on, like the uh, questions that like will fucking obviously piss me off. And then like then I'd have to sit there in like sadness for a couple minutes. Yeah. And then they come back and they're like, hey, can you perform for us? <laughs> just like the fuck like you just yeah. you just like belittled my self-esteem now yeah now you want me to now you want me to perform but i'm just kidding i love my family no my friend's parents used to fucking do that shit to me too when i was younger and starting out doing comedy and i would i'd be doing it no didn't matter who i opened for or what i was working towards whether i was in the paper yada yada they'd be like yeah. oh but are you are you making any money yet are you making any real money and i'm like i don't know dude how about like i'm happy and i don't hate my fucking wife and i uh <laughs> and i didn't accidentally have kids yeah. i didn't want yet how about that no dude that's such a that's such a power move though when you can just like you could just because I, I when i when I, when they asked me like i just didn't know what to say like yeah. i like the, the shittiest thing my fucking like one of my family family members asked me it was like are you starving oh my god and i was like yes but <laughs> not in the sense that you think i am you know, <laughs> you know what, I was, you know what I like, like that your family will ask you those questions and then not fucking help when they like they, <laughs> I'm like is this leading to somewhere do you guys have like a, a a truck full of food for me for my apartment and air mattress that I'm living out of or like and they're like no 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 we just want to know uh we just want to you know, know yeah yeah we just want to know if you're doing poorly and that way it's just like the stereotypical, like the stereotypical questions that, like, dude, like, I'm living my life. I'm having a great time in LA. Yeah. Like, like I could have worked a nine to five job, but I didn't yeah. want to. You know, like, same. I could have been in a yeah, exactly. Like you guys can all relate. Like it's just like yeah. I, I could have worked in a cubicle. I could have been. I was in college, like studying to be a. I was studying pre law to be a lawyer, but I didn't want to do mm. that shit. Yeah. You know, like I was just trying yeah. to one up my brother. He's a nurse. You know, so it's just, yeah, <laughs> it was like all I was trying to do. Like I had nothing, I had nothing in life to like tell me. Like, I, had, I had nobody telling me that like you should do music, and that's it. Because my parents mm -hmm. wanted me to do music on the weekends and still have music in my life, but then still have a stable career. It's not until I got like it was like potentially going to get signed and like went off the show that I was like, you know, like I want to do this as a career. Yeah, and, like, yeah. That's when I was like made the move and like here I am, and I'm happy with where I am. Like so. Right. 
I just feel like when people, when people ask you that stuff, it's just like a self-reflection of, yeah, it's a, it's a reflection of their own insecurities, you know? Absolutely. Let's say that they didn't pursue what they love. That's right. And what's crazy is it's not even that, like the, the thing that I always find like remarkable is like, when they ask you like, you know, uh, oh, you couldn't have done whatever anybody else is doing. And you're like, you mean shut my brain off and fucking type for hours yes. or like do like whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. of course I could have done. You know what I mean? Like anybody could do that shit. Like try doing, mm. you know, the other thing for a while. You wouldn't be able to. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's the most like it's the most disappointing thing too. when like, you know, you're putting all your heart and effort into mm. art and like, you know, like. I feel like it's very contradictory because I feel like my, my, everybody who does wonder, ask those questions to musicians and people who artists, like, like art is important, you know? And like a lot of people, it's a, it's a big, it's a big, like it's consumed every single day, you know, music, like pictures, video, like movies, like all that stuff wouldn't be possible if people didn't want to like, if people wanted to like didn't want to fucking do it, you know, like they would have just like worked nine to five jobs. But at the same time, like some people have different callings, some people have other other callings, and like mm-hmm. I just feel like everybody has an equal balance of of what they want to be. And like if you wanted to become a unicorn, you could have become a unicorn. You did. <laughs> you know, I didn't see like, you going in that direction. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a very unhinged dude sometimes. I'm gonna I love it. Be. Ever since yeah. I got a puppy, though, I just been super mellow. Oh, like, nice! What'd you get? It's because it, it's because yeah, I got a I got a German Shepherd Chihuahua mix. What the fuck? What, 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 yeah. what do you call that? I actually don't know. I don't actually don't know how that happens. But then I looked it up because I was like in my brain, like I was like, well, was the Chihuahua the giving Shepherd. it to a German Shepherd? Or was the German yeah, German how, Shepherd? how could you even do that though? That's like the they're, they're big and you know like. But in my head, like um, the German Shepherd thing is like is a guess because he looks like a German Shepherd, but he's tiny. And like every single person, that like stranger that comes up to my dog, like because uh-huh. I walk him around a lot, like he's like, oh my god, he's so cute. Is he a German Shepherd? So I just kind of just went with it and was like, he's German. German Shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also thought you may have been going in a completely different direction because you were like, the German Shepherd thing is obvious because we got this Jewish neighbor that he was not stop <laughs> like just twenty four fucking seven. This dog loses. Uh, we'll, cut, we'll, we'll cut that too. Uh, <laughs> um, but that's a crazy oh, combination of a dog, though. That's cool, man. Yeah, he's did you cute. get was that I mean, a pandemic uh, dog? No, we actually got him like two weeks ago. Oh, uh, nice. So yeah, nice. I've been I just been a mellow mellow person for two weeks. Before that, I was just an unhinged motherfucker. I was just like, oh, super, well, like I just like I I I was enjoying life, but like and like like with the music and all that when I was making the EP. Like I said, like a lot of the EP that's going to be released in uh, the summer, it's uh, more, it's different. It's like super brash and super upbeat. The lyrics are very vulnerable, but they're like super, they're just really raw and like loud. Mm. It's just really loud. And like this, the whole character is like this, it's, it's, the, whole, the EP is called Manic and the character is based off of me. Like what I, I I'm somebody who shows a lot with mental health, especially in the last two years of pandemic, right. being on a national television show. Like, how can you be on a national television show, which is one super rare for like everyday people like me, mm-hmm. and then being a pandemic at the same time? Like, you have to have either one of those. But yeah. then no, like the universe was like, fuck you, you're getting both of them. <laughs> and like, um, and obviously it was like one of the we all had to deal with it. It was like, it yeah. still have to deal with it. It's it was a really tough time for everybody, but. Yeah um yeah 
um, I was going through a lot of mental health struggles and like um, never really wrote about it. Um, it was a very surface level writing before, but with this EP, it was very, it was the first time I felt like an artist, um, like a true artist, because I built this character who was me, but I felt weird calling it me. So mm. like had a self, like kind of like detach myself from the EP. And as the months kept progressing, making the EP, living the lifestyle, like I was kind of method acting. It was kind of weird. Nice. But I was like kind of method acting this EP because I was doing what I was singing about. And like I was singing about my past things and like what I am now. And like my lifestyle was just really unhealthy. And like mm. I was just kind of like drink a lot, drink a lot and like kind of just like go back and forth, like I had to look really bad spurts of anger and like. It was just like all tied to this art, and it was like weird because like it like affected me as an artist and as a person, and like I was just I was dealing with it on my own because my mm -hmm. my fans didn't didn't know still don't know how the e whole EP sounds like yet. I'm still like like I said I'm like ten steps ahead, but right. yeah, it was like weird because like I just got super in my head and like into the character, and this dog actually like helped me mellow myself out. Like I don't I cannot go out because of a puppy. Because he yeah. will literally cry and like, um, I just can't do a lot of things that I used to right now because I have to take care of this, uh, this bean. You know, yeah, it's good to have a contact. I take him with you. It's a service animal. <laughs> yeah, I take him. I take him everywhere. Like he, I, I took the trash out earlier and he started crying. And then like, like he, I came back oh. and he was like, there was piss and poop on the on the floor. Like it's it's like he was trying to tell me like you should not leave or else I'll pee and poo everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And then like like not even on the pad. Like he, I hate like. He like pees on the pad and he knows how, but like he just doesn't like he just doesn't pee on the pad. Like he does on the side, like oh. off the pad. And I'm like, bro, like are you, are you joking me right now? Yeah. That's pretty but, uh, smart. Yeah, dog. I'm a dog. Yeah. I'm a dog dad now. So like like I just been super <laughs> MIA with like social like my social life has kind of like been quiet. And I'm happy about it because honestly, like I don't have to spend a lot of money. So I'm just yeah. 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 You know, and it's like, a great excuse not to do shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Like, I do, I did miss a lot of good stuff that I wanted to do this mm -hmm. week and like last week, like a lot of like shows that I wanted to watch and like, like music, like live shows and just like a lot of events that I'm kind of getting into now. Like, I just joined like recently, like the Heart Project, um, the NFT oh, project. So I'm getting nice. to that space. Um, very cool. I've kind of just been, yeah. And it's, it's given me more time to like work on new music and like new demos. And like, I'm starting to work on more pitches and like producing for other people. So that's kind of like good. And like, kind of just gives me a healthy balance. You know, are you, are you into collaborating more? Yeah, I actually um, love collaborating more than working by myself. I think with beats and stuff like production, I mean, mm -hmm. um, I like to start an idea and like, if I can finish it, I'll finish it. But I just, I just hate, I hate when like you're in a, you're in a room and you like, you have an idea and like, I can't be in, I hate when I'm not, I'm not in control of the board because yeah. I just need, I, I, I'm the only one who can express what I'm, what I'm thinking, what I'm hearing. And like, I can easily do it on, you know, on logic. And like, if I'm like working on somebody else's board and he's using Ableton or Pro Tools, I don't know what the fuck, I, I don't know how to do that. Like, you know, <laughs> so yeah. I just have to tell him like, "Hey, can you do this? Do that?" And like, it would just be like the step by step thing, and like mm -hmm. I was like, you know, it just takes longer. But I do love yeah. collaborating, collaborating with like songwriting. Like, I've been working heavily with my friend Pink Blanket, um, and hmm. uh, working on other people's projects. Um, 
a good a, a buddy of mine, Louis Knight, who's also on uh, the season, American Idol, um, working on his new EP. Um, so yeah, just uh, starting to get back, get into that field of stuff, and like um, doing some pitches for other people to pick up. So yeah, mm -hmm. I'm just been doing all that. It's what great. was the American Idol experience like for you personally? It was personally, I feel like, okay, so it's just like. This is the first time probably I'm probably like address this because I just like been feeling super like uh, about it. Mm -hmm. Um, it's kind of it was honestly, bottom line, it without it I would not be here where I am right now. So kudos right. to like American Idol, all the people over there. Shout out to you guys, I love you guys. You guys are the best. But um, it was a great experience. I feel like until COVID happened mm. and I had to like play from my house essentially like i had right. to see the live stage and, and stuff like that it was a weird experience and then like that's when i started realizing that like it was like i, I in the in the moment i wasn't like hating it but mm -hmm. now that i look back on it like i used to get so envious of like other past seasons and seasons after us because like they got to be got the full package experience but then right. yeah like the full experience and then i got and then i got over that and then i started to realize that like um, all right, I'm on this mountain. Like when you're on idol, you always I tell I tell like the artists on, on the on the season on, on the on the seasons um, that are on the seasons this all the time. Like I'm like I you always feel like you're on a mountain top when you're on idol. Mm -hmm. Like it's 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 you you shoot up. You like you're on live television. Like there's millions and millions of viewers who watch that. You know you yeah. shoot up to this mountain top and you're there and like you're steady your steady your, your numbers are increasing everything's increasing you almost feel like you're like invincible you're mm -hmm. like holy shit like i'm on live television every sunday monday and like i'm getting followers like by by the minute like it's great i'm gonna yeah. like and like i'm gonna be i'm an artist so i can just release my music and post like perfect time for people to like promote their stuff on tiktok right now i'm jealous yeah. that like i didn't make a tiktok um during idol because i would have yeah. like probably a million followers by uh, yep. by now but um yeah so i tell people like they're on a mountain you're on a mountain and then like this happens to everybody. It happens to everybody. I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not. I'm not just saying bullshit. So this is like happens to everybody. You're on a mountain, and then you kind of step. Like when you're off the show, you fall off, and you gotta like climb off. You gotta climb back out. You gotta climb back up. And it's you're an even harder. Journey. Yeah, it's it's an even harder journey to climb back because you you lost all the you lost all the traction. You're you had you had to build it back. You know. Yeah. So that's so that's one thing that that's one thing that I, I want people to know. It's like. You you gotta really push if you really believe in yourself as an artist you really gotta push yourself and like believe in yourself and keep going because I'm trucking two years right now and I'm still climbing the mountain and I still I still have a lot to, to do and a lot to learn and all like and like that's one big learning thing that I learned from that but overall the experience without the experience I would not be here now mm -hmm. the, the only thing that I regret is kind of like um, I kind I kind of hate how like back then I was like really. Real, I was like, like, like I said, I was going through a mental, mental health thing. So like, I was really right. anxious and nervous all the time. So like that season of me, me like being on live television, people just assumed all the time that I was like this soft-spoken, really quiet, nervous, awkward dude. Yeah. But I wasn't, you know, like I really wasn't. I was like, obviously, there's cameras shoved in my face. Um, yeah. Like, <laughs> like I've yeah, never had that happen to me before. People telling me left and right what to do, and I'm like. You know, it's like it's it's a, it's a new moment. It's an exciting moment. So like, yeah. Um, two years later, I'm like myself, and like a lot of people, not all, not not nobody, not not all of them are like this. But all my, some people will comment, or some people will notice that like I've 
I'm a different person, you know, like I, like I'm like, like I, I wasn't allowed to say the word fuck, like, because people yeah. were like, like, why are you cussing now? And I'm like, you cuss so much. I'm like, I've been cussing since I was like a kid. Yeah. You know, yeah. and like, this is always me. And like, that's one thing that like, I wish I could have cleared out more, a little bit more. You know, but you had one of the most moving moments too when, uh, like, when Lionel yeah. Richie comes over and hugs you, and like, right. it was a, a really like, it was, I feel like people, they felt you, like, they felt like that's what they would be like, or people were really able to associate with you during those moments, right? And then you crushed right. it. You I, crushed mean, it. I didn't plan for any of that to happen either when I was like nervous, like, and it didn't even help. It didn't help when they hugged me and like touched me. I was like, <laughs> it made me more. That made me yeah. that made me more like nervous. Like I was like, fuck, now like now I have to fucking like sing good because now they're, yeah. they're gonna be disappointed if I fucking suck. I'm so fucking glad you just said that Love live it. on it because because it's one of those things that I think people don't realize that the producers and guy, you know, I mean, I'm sure Lionel, you know, meant well and all that other yeah. shit too. But the thing is, is like what they're definitely betting on is that they can make that moment. And look like yeah. their touch and they're easing you. Because if you do well, it works out for everybody. It just doesn't work out for you. Right. If you don't do well, they just don't fucking show. You know, they're like, ah, right. you still fucking. It, becomes, then like, like, oh, it becomes one of those like stories where it's like, uh, you're all, you're all, uh, up, and then you're down. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, like, come back next year. Tell that type yeah. story. But it, it's so funny when you recognize that like people who've been in the industry longer than you have, no matter what the field is, are trying to do, are trying to create that moment because it doesn't right. really fucking mean it. Like it, it's very, Oh like, yeah, for sure. It's, it's kind of sweet, but at the same time, you're like, it's like when somebody, you know, I've had big, you know, bigger things happen. And then somebody, mm -hmm. you know, you know, just somebody has been in the business longer, somebody that I'm not even necessarily close to, but comes up and thinks like, I'm going to give this, I'm going to say three words that are going to make them do great. And I'm like, you know what though? If you just left me the fuck alone, <laughs> I could have had that 30 seconds to really get my shit together and, uh, right. and whatever. But they want, they want to be able to go. I told that guy, you know, right. and like, you're like, you know, fuck. and that's the funniest thing because like people always bring that up, especially like, like, like family members and stuff. Like, how did it feel when, like, when they said that? I'm like, honestly, like I, I, it just made me more nervous and like yeah. to be very honest with you and like it was really sweet but at the same time i take it with a grain of salt because i don't it's a television show yeah so yeah. i'm like i'm like they don't they don't know if i'm good yet because they haven't even heard me sing they just came up because they thought i was having a heart attack yeah. you know i'm like yeah exactly and, and you know what the craziest thing is i think those moments would mean more if when because everybody whether you're a singer a comedian a magician you know well you know magician but like what yeah. <laughs> i'm just kidding i like magicians uh, <laughs> I, I was like bodex um you know but when they, <laughs> but like everybody you know eats it once in a while on stage you know what i mean everybody yeah. bombs everybody sucks everybody has an off night it means so much more if somebody you admired came up to you after that and was like dude you're still fucking great. I could see what you were mm -hmm. doing up there. I get it. They don't do that. <laughs> they let yeah. they let you think you just ruined everything. <laughs> but yeah. like, but if but on the but right before they'll do it, right before they they don't know if you're gonna suck, and they're like, oh, right. uh, this, this guy's got it. And I'm like, don't say that shit to me because you don't know. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, it's like if you got like a bad tattoo and then like, <laughs> like or a bad haircut and then like, yeah, you're yeah. kind of just like your barber's like, dude, it looks great, right? And you're like, yeah, it looks great. And like you're like, dude, it's amazing. And then you walk on, you're like, fucking hate this tattoo. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you're just like exactly. yeah but um i don't even know if that made sense but at the same time it it's the same feeling i got, I got the same i i get it. i walked out like 
totally blacked out and was like, what the hell happened? And then watched it back. And I was like, I look like a dumbass right now. But at the same time, like I was anxious and I was yeah. really nervous and like was really, was really, was really anticipating that people were going to make fun of me if it aired Ooh, and it aired right. and like people, I got the total opposite. And that's when I realized a lot of people are, you know, um, struggling with the same thing, the anxiety yeah. and all that stuff. And like, it made me really, um, aware of mental awareness like you know and like just super yeah. like pushing that and like supporting that because that's something a lot of people don't talk about and when you have somebody like me coming on a television show and like singing a song for like three big stars or stars sorry i like that that was came out really cringy to me uh three big <laughs> like <laughs> influencers big, uh, in the influencers and singers and like especially like rana richie he's amazing he's a, yes. he's a legend you know yeah. but um i'll get uh, um yeah like it's nerve-wracking and like yeah of course like there's people out there who can do it and people out there who can't um it's like, like, uh, like it's like you know people who just don't test well when they're in school people who are really smart but then you get that fucking exam it's exam day yeah and like you have from one to three to knock this out of the park and you're like not gonna happen yeah uh, you know? you're just kind of like I, I, that would be me honestly i'm just like kind of yeah i was one of those people but yeah i mean i'm a big i'm always, I'm always a big advocate for like mental mental health and mental awareness but mental health Same. awareness but um yeah so yeah that's what kind of like i feel like it's it's great that people gravitated towards that and like people resonated with that and could resonate with me and now you have um, a whole so, yeah. new community exactly yeah i'm actually with the continuance foundation uh my agent actually uh runs it and oh. they support mental health for musicians, you know, which is great. Very nice. That and is like, great. Shout, out shout out Daniel from UTA. You're great um, for starting up that foundation. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a dope thing because like got me to therapy and all that stuff. And like, it's a, uh, it really helped. And it's therapy for musicians. Like, hmm. so they understand what you're get you're going through. Cause like when you're a musician, like sometimes therapists, like, like regular therapists will like, just like, it's just hard to understand a Absolutely. musician's life, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, because like I feel like a lot of people don't recognize how hard it is to actually be like to believe in yourself as a musician. So like you constantly have to like defeat all odds against yourself. Sure. You know, like kind of like you're you're your own. You're you're your biggest critic, dude. And like it's mm -hmm. just kind of like you gotta def you gotta like fucking put that in check because it's it's gonna eat you alive and it's eaten me alive before. So yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Do, do you know Patty Lynn from Wind in the Wave? I do not. She, no. I think she has another program that she was telling us about. She was on. She was on the show about a year ago when we started. She's they're they're a great band. Um, nice. uh, but um, same kind of thing because one of my friends passed away. She's a musician and a singer out in out in L.A. We we grew up together mm. when we were kids, and she could. It's one of those people that could pick up any instrument and play it like that. Yeah. Mm. And she wound up, you know, passing away. And and but she same same kind of thing where like if she had had the health insurance. If our, you know, government wasn't the way it was, if she could have gotten the help mm -hmm. that she needed when she needed it um, for all this kind of shit. And my friends and I were trying to talk about, like, is there something for specific artists to go to? Because we were like, we should mm -hmm. create something. And then I found out that I, I didn't know about yours, the one you just mentioned before. But oh, the Continuance Foundation. Continuance Foundation. That is beautiful to me that there's something like that mm -hmm. out there because there really isn't anything. We, you know, performers do have specific experiences and needs, I think, that sometimes mm -hmm. are not covered by you know, a regular doctor. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, um, like you were saying, it's just, it's not, it's not easy to put yourself out there 
and mm-hmm. put your art out there, you know, and like be the forefront of your own business. Cause it's a, it's a very, it's a build, it's a slow build and I'm still slowly building. And then like it, it takes, it takes a lot of, a lot of courage to just even like put yourself out there on social media and like reveal, like present yourself in such a, in such a way without, without feeling like, I mean, confidently, you know, it's, it's just, like it took yeah. me a while to do that. I was never on social media like a year ago because I was just like just super. I hated numbers. I hated like if to know if like my stuff was doing well or not. Like it brought me. It like sh- shat on my day. You know, one of the so, biggest things I like that they changed was that you can hide the like count. Oh my god, I do that now. I do it too all the time. I don't give a. Yes. Fu- I mean, much to my you know agents chagrin, I guess that I do because you know they they want to see the numbers and they want to yeah. do it. I don't give a fuck mm-hmm. anymore. I would much rather, <laughs> I would much rather, you know, there's certain, I mean, I think reels and like something else on there, you can't hide the numbers. So mm-hmm. like they, they, I don't know, whatever bullshit. Like, maybe like, I think post. it's just reels. I have stories and posts. Is it? Okay, good. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Stories okay, and posts so then can. it's just reels. Sweet. Yeah. I used to like, I used to, I used to like hide my thumb on the, like put my thumb on the number. Oh, <laughs> you know, because I, I didn't want I didn't want to put my I didn't want to drink a coffee. I was like, I would just be drinking coffee and like want to want to throw it across the fucking uh, the yeah. wall. You know, yeah. if I like it would just shut up my day. It's just not cool. It's it, not it good is. energy. It, yeah, it totally is. And it's we I don't even I like to, I'm so glad they even they even broke up the sections of your DMs too, because now it's just requests. <laughs> I never yeah. look at requests ever. Like it's usually nonsense or people hate it, you know, or, or, or doing whatever, even if it is Asking positive, for, like which... feed pics or something like that. And you're just... <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, can yeah, you, like, so you've been in my DM. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that photo of you. Can you, can you, can you send more of those? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like... Oh man. I was on cameo for a bit and I was getting some weird fucking requests over the pandemic. And I was like, I'm out. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm a... Because at first it was like, Hey, can you wear the blah, blah, blah that you had on the other day? And I was just like, <laughs> what and i was like all right i i get like and then and then it started getting weirder and weirder and I well was like, we were actually were gonna do i was actually gonna start something like that for like people who wanted to like send like like messages or like i want to like want me to send messages to like happy birthdays or like some like oh. or videos and then my team was like um we don't want it might turn into like an only fans so <laughs> it might, like we don't want to put you in that in that like light it won't yeah. it, 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 it won't but like we don't want to like put you in that type of sort of light so there's like, okay. one there's one in england and i cannot do you remember the name of it our buddy we have a com- uh, comedy friend in uh, england his name is silky okay paul silky white is his name and uh silky white. Comed- yeah silky white. i think that's the, that's where the silky comes from is that his name is paul white and they call him silky but he's a very funny oh, comedian okay. musician and everything and uh but there's something in the uk that's like gig something or i don't know what it is very cool man it's like he, he's got his page where his dates where he's gonna be and a donation button and like some merch and that's mm. basically all it is and people you know yeah i think you can leave friendly comments or something like that or whatever it is but it's it's so much better than only because you don't have to pay to get to the actual site but you can kind of mm. donate if you want to or or whatever oh that's it's what, interesting what, what website is that i i it's a u it's a uk what do you remember what it is Tom? Give me one second. I'm pulling it up for you. I'm just um, oh, Francisco left us. I'm back. I'm here. Okay. Yeah, uh, your uh, your your video's gone. I think you may have accidentally hit the video button. Oh shit! Yeah, Can there you, you go. <laughs> hey, like, if you can't find it immediately. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's um, Kofi K 
K-O hyphen F-I. That's it. K-O That's amazing, though. Yeah, check it out. It's pretty great. I'm pretty sure we can get it. I'm not sure, but that's like a UK thing, I think. Um, well, dude, it's an hour fucking blew by, man. Um, and I want to, wow. uh, yeah, I want to thank you for coming on, but I got to ask you the big three questions we ask every yeah, guest. Of course. All right. So first question I hinted at earlier, if you can go back in time and give yourself a piece of advice that would help you out today, what would it be? Um, honestly, go back in time. I think I would tell myself just be a little bit more optimistic with, um, with things that like that involve like my career and like my 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 life because I always tend to like back then I always tend to like look at things in a very one-sided perspective mm-hmm. um and I almost felt like I was just like kind of like sheltering myself like kind of like trapping myself in a box and uh, I think a lot of people do which is like why um some things that some things that people want to do won't won't happen because they get super in their heads, you know, and like right. Like I never really wanted per se to become a musician when I was like younger because I just was always like I told myself because I always told myself it wasn't gonna work out. That's and like oh, if wow. I was a little bit more if I'm if I had been a little bit more optimistic, I probably would have been like it would probably be a different story, you know. Yeah. I probably would have been like posting a little bit more like have a little bit more um, edge on like what I'm doing right now. So that's kind of one thing I would tell myself. I hear you. Awesome, man. Um, second question is what had to end in your life, good or bad that led you to where you are today? Um, a lot of friendships in San Francisco. I like mm. um, when I left my town, like I stopped talking to a lot of my friends, my bestest friends since kindergarten, like um, a lot of my family members do. It's just kind of just kind of went off the grid. And then like, it was like, it was a super, it was a super opening thing for me. Cause I felt like, so like, again, I felt so trapped in like San Francisco. I just wanted to, wanted to be my own person. And I felt like I was getting suffocated by a lot of the things that I grew up on. And um, it felt right to like, kind of like leave all that behind. It sounds super cliche. I like left my, my city behind, but like, it's true. You know, it's, and it's awesome you had the i mean at that age to have the wherewithal to go i need to be able to do this for myself or i'm not gonna be able to do my art that's like a right and it's weird now because i look back on it and i only really talked to like one of my best friends that i i reconnected actually and like he's in riverside right now and like in college Mm. like living a totally different life than i am Mm. and uh we talk and like it's a weird it's a weird balance because like he talks about his stuff and i talk about my stuff and like if it was if it hadn't been for like me moving out and like me pursuing this like and like leaving it all behind like just solely focusing on myself being selfish mm-hmm. like i probably would not be where i am uh, with my music or nor with my career um and i probably would have been stuck in like a yeah in a vortex of some sort that's yeah. a great thing to look back on i know that you did that for yourself and that's got to feel great and before yeah. you hit the last question i just want to put a statement up from emily too because she said uh, mm-hmm. she was talking about when you were talking about anxiety earlier you see, seeing you go through the same thing and then you sometimes talk about it means a lot. It's really hard to push through the negative negative thoughts sometimes. Oh, really thanks, Emily. Right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, like when yeah. you when you uh, I I just feel like I love when people talk about mental health and like what they've gone through and stuff. Um, sometimes I feel like people say it and don't really mean it. You know, right. like I've gone through a lot. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like when you say I've been gone through a lot of uh, mental health struggles. Like it, it could be taken in a 
sort of service level way because I've, like, yeah. who else like you know who, who everybody goes through shit i hate when they, i hate when people say like like well everybody goes through it you know and like I, and it makes you it, it makes it belittles your it belittles your your uh what you're going through and it sucks mm-hmm. because it's just like it makes you feel it, may, uh, it makes me feel like i'm like a self-centered prick like because i'm like <laughs> right. oh, okay like i gotta like uh, um, everybody's going through it so i guess you gotta you know not nah, you know it's just like everybody's allowed to feel a certain way and like there's help out there. There's like, you know, like, like I said, the continuous foundation, there's their therapy. A lot of people are opposed to therapy. A lot of people aren't, and you know, I, I, I support it, you know, and I think it's a mm-hmm. great way to like, um, get out your feelings and stuff and like medication. I'm on medication right now. Like I'm very nice, man. happy with what I, what I'm taking. Cause it's like blowing out my brain. Um, That's great. Yeah. As long as you're working on it, you know, as long, you're not like sitting there and like sulking and like, as long as you're working, you, as you're working on it, you're doing okay. You know, absolutely. So, thanks. That's Emily. good, man. Yeah, great comment. Um, I got to send you, I, I did a short film uh, a few years before the pandemic hit. It was supposed to go to, um, it was going to go somewhere. But anyway, it was on Amazon Prime for a little bit. Um, and it's called Sorry. Dup It. And I just did this short film about mental health where the my main the main character in the film um, is uh, kind of followed around by this little puppet that looks like him. And it's, oh. it's just his worst fears and all that other shit. And uh, yeah, but I'll send you a private uh, link for it, I think. Cause I don't know if it's available anymore Hell on yeah. Amazon, but it was for a little bit. And I'll DM it to you. Please do. I'd like love it. to. I'd love to watch that. It's, it's really fun. I think you would really get into it. I'm telling you, we're going to make a series of that because I feel like I'd everybody love to. that we have on. Like, yeah. OK, so his puppet, a duppet is like a depression puppet for him. Mm-hmm. Right. So It was his depression uh, following him. Yeah. And somebody else like like say you were on the show. You would have anxiety following you around, right? Right, and yes, then I love that. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. it's weird. It almost feels like yeah, because like it almost feels like there were when I get into those types of scenarios where I don't feel well mentally, I almost mm-hmm. feel like I'm not myself. You know, it feels like I'm getting like controlled by something else, and like it just, yes, yeah, it's it, that's a very cool concept. Thanks, I love man. That. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a couple of years ago. It came. I always I always forget about it every now and again because it was just something that it was it, it was again, man. It was like making a project. Mm-hmm. And then it was, you know, I had meetings with uh, Henson Studios and stuff like that before the pandemic hit. Pandemic hit, everything kind of went aside, but you move on. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, okay, well, right. it was there for a little bit. And um, we had a great, um, oh, we had like an hour-long viewing for it. Uh, Gary Gullman, a uh, friend of mine, came on. I don't know if Gary Gullman, oh, the comedian amazing. who had the Great Depression, great, great stand-up about being depressed. He was another one who was like super depressed for a long time, went through extensive therapy um, to deal with his and stuff. But he came on to talk about it and it was, it was a nice thing. It was really cool. Um, But yeah, I'll send that over to you. It's crazy, man. It's, it's, you know, what's great is like, you were talking about before is when you realize everybody is going through something and you're not, you know, the last person Mm -hmm. on earth who feels this way. It's nice. Right. That's always like, kind of like, I, I always think back on that and that's what makes me feel not that I'm like, I find like joy or like I feel better because I feel better because I feel better because like, Oh fuck. I feel better because I, I know that other people are struggling with different things and like, right. Nobody's nobody's actually like truly okay. Right. Yeah. It's it's just like, it's, there's always going to be something Mm -hmm. and like, I'm not saying we're all fucking depressed as fuck. Right. I almost feel like at certain times we're all fucking depressed as fuck. Absolutely. You know? And it's always kind of right there. When I when I was a kid, man, that was it. Those are the guys, you know, and, and whatever, any kind of performer that I always, you know, kind of drew to. Like, if I liked somebody, you know, for their singing or for their comedy or whatever the hell it was, 
Mm-hmm. And then when I dug a little deeper and found out more about them and found that they were like also kind of fucked up in a certain way or, you know, uh-huh. dealing with some trauma or some shit. And then in spite of that, they were fucking amazing and doing right. and doing these creative things. I like them even more. I'd be like, oh, my God, that's so great, because that yes. means that if I'm going through shit, I can also still make cool stuff. There was this a uh, it was just cool thing. Um, I actually watched a documentary of Nick Drake. Oh, uh, yes. I love it. I've really- seen it. Yeah, he's a he's a he was really he was struggling through a lot of depression. Too. Absolutely, like, it's a great same, documentary. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a phenomenal documentary. It definitely inspired. That's one of the things where I like realized, um, um, then that like artists are a lot of artists even back then like were going through stuff like that. Yeah, with, like yeah, you know, and it's even harder nowadays. Where like, um, with like a lot of like the internet's like a big part of like it's yeah. like the the. Like, tiktok and all those apps and like stuff like that pushing your music it's not like the consumerism of music is it's bigger than ever i feel like yes and i and i it's overwhelming sometimes it's yeah and like there's like sixty thousand songs that get published a day on yep. spotify like what the fuck and some of them are like most like more often that majority of them are just like random stuff yeah you know Exactly. And like, how can you compete with that? I mean, it's it's a. I was just talking to Tom about this the other day because I I literally just started posting stand up clips again on on Instagram mm-hmm. and on the reels and stuff like that. And I and I had fought doing that for the longest time because I I also one of those people that like I feel like just come out and see me live. I'm not really worried about like constantly posting and putting shit up there. And also, don't really want to burn through material and all this shit. And then right. I was like, but I was scrolling through it and I'm like, what would be the point? Every fucking other clip is, is a comedian. And, and it's like, you know, I mean, there's no secret that we're all out there the same as musicians and stuff like that too. But right. like, it was one of those things where I was like, even the ones that are just starting out just because of how easy it is to post a clip, post their mm-hmm. clips. Right. So it's, it's all just, to, you know, it doesn't matter if you're really good or if you're really whatever, if uh-huh. something hits, it hits. So I was like, what would be the point? Why don't I want to throw in there? But the thing is, is like, you know, I, I kind of just started doing it because I was like, yeah, but I'll oh, still yeah, find sure. my niche or still find like, you know, people find me and then yes. they'll stick with me. And then that, a, it doesn't matter what, you know, it's 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 more you miss. I mean, I feel like if you don't post like you, you miss a lot of the a lot of the opportunities of the shots that you um, you didn't take, you know? It's yeah. A, yeah. It's a it's something that's a name of the game or like. Even now, like on TikTok, I just started posting more and like being a little bit more personal and more um, like just like having fun with it, you know, before that Mm. it was just more music stuff. But like, I don't know, it's just like I'm learning a lot more about myself online than uh, than I ever thought I'd I'd be. I'd know, you know, because it's it's just it's crazy. It's just a crazy thing that like I like numbers and like stuff like that and all these things like being an artist nowadays especially like after the time after like coming out of pandemic it's uh it's crazy that i'm still here today like doing the same exact thing because i like yeah. i'm trying to tell myself like to just be a little bit more optimistic like i said and like um i love doing these um this i, I love doing this job and like this is what i want to do like sure until i until i die so it's a great place to be man great place to feel as long as you know that and keep that in mind i think you can survive almost anything you know even even Mm -hmm. the numbers on fucking social media right yeah granted i don't granted i still don't look at them but don't okay 
I would, I, I totally fucking get it, man. I, I try not to do that kind of shit too. Even, even like doing that, like I love doing the, you know, the podcast and I'm, I'm happy, you know, we're doing whatever. And Tom handled the back end, the numbers thing. I, we'll have conversations about it where, and I follow everything. Yeah. And I, I will like, I'll be, I'll be with it for a little bit when he's doing number shit with me. And then after a while, I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want to you know. know I, I get it's, it's, I have my, my friend does exactly that for me. And sometimes I'll like, we hit like 15,000 plays like in, in like two days. I'm like, fuck you. Why the fuck would you say that? Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Because <laughs> it's, it's just like, it's like, like, amazing. I'm like, that is amazing. But also at the same time, like I don't like I just don't like right. logistics. Logistics like don't mesh well with me, even though I have to. I sure. have to yeah. mesh with them. I'm like, yeah, it just sucks. It's like the music business. The music business is like 80 percent business and like, no, no, no. 90 percent business and 10 percent art. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's the same with. Yeah, I mean, which, when I used to go like ironic. Gigs, yeah yeah it's ironic when I used to go for club bad. owners shit it would be like i think when i you know they'd be like how many followers do you have on instagram and i'd be like well you know a lot but they're not all in fucking poughkeepsie so i don't know what you want me to you know what i mean like Wait, you know I, poughkeepsie? new york new york upstate new york oh. upstate new york yeah yeah I thought you made up. I thought you made up. A, made up a city or something. Else. I should have told. I, I should have just been like, I just pulled that out of my. <laughs> it does sound like. <laughs> Kipsy. Yeah, Kipsy man. It's in upstate New York. Nice. Um. Yeah, but that's but that's it, man. It would be like you know, I don't, I don't have a, um, you know, I don't have any idea. But but they, but it's weird because the business end of it has no artistic background. They have no yes. vision. They have no idea what the fuck you're doing, and they need a way to quantify everything. But the funny right. thing is, is how easily they're kind of manipulated after you've learned it a bit for a while where you're uh, like, Oh, you're all just kind of dumb, but you have money. Don't you? Yeah. <laughs> like, and you're just like, all right, if it's I can like, kind of, it's kind of funny. It's like, yeah. when, uh, it's like when the, when the label asks, like, like, like actually my manager told me, was like, they, like producers were like, or mixers would like purposely take, like leave out a track just <laughs> because they'll send it over there. And then they'll be like, it's missing something. It's like, it needs a little bit. Cause they did. They just, they just want to feel validated that they said mm -hmm. something. Yeah. And then they're like, the producers already know that like, oh yeah, yes. I'll just like, you know, they put track back. They're like, is this what you're talking about? Like, exactly. Perfect. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just so like, they, they can have a say, you know? So I, get, a, I, so I went, to, I went to do a gig and, uh, um, it was, you know, I don't know. Some people kind of bought out the room, I guess. And then, so the whole, like literally like 10 minutes for the thing, the, the owner just came out to us and she's just like, listen, um, don't drop any F-bombs at all. Like, don't say, don't say fuck. And I was just like, okay. And then I literally just went and did my own thing. Like, and the funny thing is, is like, I never use it for a punchline, but I do. It's how I talk naturally. We've been talking yeah. this whole time, but it's just, I'm born from Brooklyn. So, you know, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but like, I, you know, so I do this. I knew she wasn't going to watch. I get off stage. I knew the audience wasn't going to say anything about it. I get off mm -hmm. stage and she's like, see what happens when you don't, you would still get laugh. And I'm just like, huh. I'm like, yep, you're absolutely right. I didn't do the but like, literally I would just be up there and be like, fucking, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And the yeah. just, you know, and it's, it's hilarious because they just want to be right. They just right. want to be able right. to say something to you. And if you just fucking say yes and just keep going about your thing, nobody cares. But that's yeah. like that's what like the, back to the Jeff Baxter thing. Like no, no one to say no, which is yeah. Like, it's just like it's just a great it's a great piece of advice. I feel like Absolutely. I like kind of like hold that nowadays. We're like we're like yeah. in every decision I make, you know. So it's great. Yeah, and you'll just be fine. Usually at the end of the day. Um, la so I'll get to the last question. That way I don't keep you any longer. Uh, so dystopia tonight is the name of the show. The last question is involving dystopia. It's my favorite question. If this was a genuine dystopia, 
and it was your last day, everybody's last day on Earth. Mm-hmm. Zombies, aliens, comet heading toward the Earth, climate change finally hits, floodwaters. What would be yeah. your epic death? How would you want to go out? Hmm. I think I want to, like, get bitten by a zombie, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, somebody's trying to kill me, mm-hmm. like, throws a spear at me, but it misses. <laughs> no, no, like, it hits me, but I'm still alive. Uh-huh. I'm trying to eat the guy. Mm-hmm. And then while I'm running after him, all of a sudden, a fucking asteroid just obliterates <laughs> me. Love it. That's great. No one's ever said anything like that before. That's awesome. Yeah. I think that's how I kind of want to go. Because I actually really love zombies. Yeah, zombies are fucking sick, dude. Me too. Nailed that's it. been a good zombie movie in a while. but oh, yeah, um, they're, all, they're all bad, man. I know. I know. I, know they're, <laughs> they're, yeah. I think the last one I saw, actually, I'm kind of embarrassed to say, was that Zack Snyder piece of shit that was out. Oh, oh, easy, easy. I did all the casino tables of that movie. Oh, Got a paycheck there. But did I mention how beautiful the casino tables were? <laughs> <laughs> if you guys can just, if you guys check out those scenes specifically. Yes, look at them when they're in Vegas. Beautiful. <laughs> that was the best part of the movie, Vegas. Thank Get you. to the Appreciate Vegas it. part and then shut it off, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, That was great. Yeah, it's, a great, it's all right. Yeah. They're not watching this right so now. I really no. love the coloring on that. You know, let me turn it off after that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were like, oh, let me just quickly sketch it real quick. And, um, but yeah, that was like a weird, weird take It was on a weird zombies. movie. Because it was, it was, they had robot zombies. And I'm like, dude, those aren't fucking zombies. Wait, like, I don't know what you're... T- oh, yeah, you didn't hear about that? No. Do you know what movie's talking about? It's the one where they rob a casino in Vegas. Yeah. It was a huge budget film on Netflix. What's came it called? I think Netflix. It's, um... This is embarrassing because uh, I was working on it. Hold on one second. Oh, get a- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's called. Um... Oh man, it was such a piece of shit. Um... I have it on my thing. But the casino tables were great. Yeah, like, the casino tables were great. Whatever uh, it was. Yeah, appreciate yeah. it. Gotcha, it, <laughs> Army of the Dead. Army of the Yeah, that's it. Why oh, that wait, so wait, wait. I did see. I, oh shit. I fucking. You did see I only it. Watched, I only watched like twenty minutes of it before I turned it off. So you didn't but, even get to my casino table. I, I'll rewatch it. I'll like, skip. I'll skip to this casino table. That's yeah, I will. It. I'll critique. I'll critique. Critique the casino tables and hit you back. I'm, I'm and, gonna, um, I'll send you some pictures from like the behind the scenes stuff because we were on set while they were like building. Well, we did a, b- a bunch of it, and then they were like putting the like the zombies here and there, and then the yeah the stunt doubles were doing like all the stunts in the. Uh-huh. We were all in the room. It was pretty sick. It was an interesting experience because oh, like nice. you get to see behind the curtain, you know. And yeah. I think that. I'm all about that type of stuff. I'm pretty sure it's like it's way more fun to like be a part of it than to like like. Do you guys have to watch it back? Because I feel like if you when you watch it back, you're like. No, it's not. It's like when you listen to music. It's like when I listen yeah. to music, like it's fun, more fun to like make the music than to like listen back like forty times after it's been released. Yeah. You know? Same idea with the podcast. We bear like it's it's tough to listen to ourselves and like cut it right. and edit it down and do this and do that. It's yeah. more fun to right. be in the moment, like you know, and get to really know you and like get to talk exactly. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah, when we when we get somebody to actually edit this and I'm not doing it, uh, we're just gonna. I would keep you on for another four hours, man. We would just <laughs> half of the time, and I'm like, uh, when I want, I don't even really want to go, but I'm like, if I go for another hour, I'm gonna be in front of that fucking <laughs> editing thing. Like, all right, go oh, ahead. trust me, trust yeah. me, that's me with okay. somebody tracking vocals. I'm like, fuck, oh, like, brutal. hurry the fuck up. <laughs> yep, you know. Right. And I, do you get obsessive about shit too? Like, even when I'm editing stand up to post, like if I. Like, I don't care how late it is, man. I, I have to finish the thing I just yes. started. 
I yeah. do, dude. I, I I will literally like if I feel really inspired and I have an idea and it's really good and like I'm in the mood, I will not sleep. Like I used to like stay up like it's till seven a.m. Then me and my homie would go to like whoever I was working with would go to IHOP and then like yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. They knew me. They knew me exactly. by name. Exactly. We'd be there until yeah. like two o'clock. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And they'd be like, they would just. That's go, how you know. Them. That's how you know you made it though. When you've like, <laughs> yeah. when you've literally like worked all night on something yep. and you went to IHOP didn't yes. sleep and then you take and then you go to sleep afterwards you can go oh, home so good you go to sleep yeah. with some pancakes and eggs and a cup of coffee yeah. you know, whatever that's uh, the best you know you made it when you fucking like are an empty fucking bathroom at 7 a.m at i hop after fucking <laughs> like, just taking a piss absolutely like, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah uh now i want i hop <laughs> i might just go get them. some i went down the street yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. Well, dude, it's been great getting to know you, dude. You can come Likewise. back. You know, please come back again, man. It's a lot. Yeah, of fun. after the Philippines, cool. we definitely want to hear all about it. That'll yeah, be cool. yeah. I'd love to come back. Thank you guys. Awesome. Sit down, man. And I'm gonna we're gonna introduce you to a friend of ours. Uh, he has it's called Mindset by Dave. He has a mental yeah. health stream. I think you'd be a great guest. Oh, on it. amazing! I'd love to be yeah. part of that. He's he's cool. based out of England, and I'm sure his fan base would really like adore you and become part of your fan base as well. I think it would be cool. Thank you. Well, we'll thank you guys we'll for having me. I appreciate you guys. Thank you, you, guys. Man. Have a great day. You too, dude. definitely. Looking forward Good to seeing you again. Here. Have a great one, man. Peace. Bye. Thanks, guys. Dystopia tonight.